재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? Prime time. It's prime time. All right, so we've got a lot to go over here. Uh, is the Senate Party going to remain intact uh, by the end of this week? Uh, what, we, what are we going to find out as far as the constitutional uh, court's impeachment proceedings, uh, the special prosecution also launching their investigation in full swing, uh, the uh, National Assembly hearings where some uh, very key figures are expected to be uh, attending uh, this uh, subplot drama of uh, uh, trying to perhaps coerce witnesses into uh, perjury, uh, making false misleading statements. We're probably not going to get through everything, but uh, we'll, we'll do our best. Uh, helping us out here and joining us... Um, while the entire country is burning down, uh, Professor Hwang Jong-wook of Hankook University of Foreign Studies took a week off uh, on a luxurious trip to Hong Kong, uh, delivered a, uh, a, a presentation at a fancy uh, seminar. But he has now returned to the country to uh, uh, get back to the daily grind of reality. And we're very pleased to have him here giving us his insights. Professor Hwang, welcome back to the country. <laughs> Why? Thank you, Henry. Wow, what a welcome. <laughs> well, I, I know that you took a week off, but I know you were kind of keeping your um, eyes on the situation here. Yes. Obviously, um, just seems like it's an avalanche of uh, new information and uh, I mean, allegations. There's so and, much information yeah. that comes up. I don't think no one person in Korea can keep up with everything yeah. that's going on. We have, uh, we've had these ongoing rallies. Uh, the people now moving towards constitutional court essentially saying, look, Please come to a just, uh, a fair, but also a, a timely verdict that we expect uh, will see the president uh, lose her position. But at the same time, the president, maybe it's better off if she just kind of goes away. Uh, that, that's been the kind of gist of uh, what the people are saying right now. The president did issue a written statement. Uh, their defense yep. team basically had a reply. to It was a 25-point um, right. reply to the impeachment allegations uh, to the constitutional court. Uh, that was revealed to the public today. Uh, the, Park's lawyers are saying, oh, that's against the law. And then kind of the critics are saying, it's a little rich of you guys now to yeah. be complaining about violations of law as it stands uh, with these allegations, we should point out. But uh, at a 4% approval rating, you would expect someone – if you're going to have a pointed, uh, you know, response to this, to to seem a bit more contrite, or at least engage in in language or or um, uh, tactfulness that would not be as sort of, I I wouldn't say outrageous, but for a lot of people who read these um, responses, there it was just shaking your head, like she obviously does not care about public opinion anymore because whatever four percent, you can't really uh, do much worse than that. This is purely about winning this court decision, right? Not even that. I guess, I mean, obviously, you you can't really get inside President Parks or her closest aides' minds. So you really have to sort of wonder what is going on. But I think you're absolutely right. I I think they've given up trying to increase their popularity. Um, Although... I'm not really sure whether they counted on that that their response to be made public, 
because they actually objected to the constitutional court about yeah, yeah, this yeah. response being made public. So maybe they haven't really thought their way through that maybe this response might not have been made public. Because the, the, the background is that, uh, so this impeachment proceeding before the constitutional court is supposed to follow the Korean rules of uh, criminal proceedings. And if it's, this was a criminal case, yes, all the materials will be held confidential. Right. But this is not a, a criminal case. So what, what's, what's the applicable rule? So I think the president's lawyers are trying to argue that, hey, the same confidentiality should apply in this case. So they objected okay. to the response being made public, but that's after the fact, right? And the response has been made public. And as you said, it contained a lot of really head-scratching arguments and data. And you sort of have to wonder, um, I mean, exactly what are, what are they thinking? I mean, some mm. of the uh, responses contained in the 25 points that you mentioned, some of them are real head scratchers. Let's talk about a couple of them. Um, one was the fact that uh, she, her lawyers are claiming that uh, any role with Chesunshil, look, this is like uh, old time United States politics with right. Abraham Lincoln and his buddies, or you know, um, No Muhyun and No Gon Pyeong and uh, No yep. Gon and Lee um, Myung Bak and, uh, and his brother. And so uh, th- this is and what we call a kitchen cabinet. That's right. a political science term. And uh, you have to point out that Lee Sang Duk uh, went to jail <laughs> for that. So <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly a very helpful no, argument. But, but but people were kind of. Questioning, okay, and again, this is not to sound elitist, but why would this individual, uh, Chesun Shil, be considered somebody who can provide sage advice on, on state affairs? Where, it, to the extent that Wu Byung Wu, the, uh, the Democratic Party floor leader, basically said, is this kitchen cabinet or is this the uh, propofol cabinet? Because what can she give advice on except for cosmetic treatments uh, to, to, I well, suppose, not even young. cosmetic treatments. I mean, she has zero background on, you know, uh, cosmetic surgery or I, I'm not aware of her having any, done any work on, you know, like the actual beauty industry and so forth. I mean, she might know something as a consumer, I suppose, a rich consumer, but that's to the extent that I know of her background. But anyway, I mean, one of one of the, the on a related note, one of the outrageous comments made uh, comments of a point made in the response was that look, Chesunshil was responsible for maybe one percent of the decisions made at the national level, and I think I've I've seen all the the cable channels today covering that point. Basically, well, uh, the Korean government's budget is about four hundred. Trillion, trillion one, one. so it's 1% would be 4 trillion yeah. one. Are you telling me that's Not trivial? Not a big deal, yeah. Uh, 4 trillion one, for those of you who don't know, who are just arrived in Korea, that's just about $4 billion. So that's a trivial yeah. amount, really? I mean, you, I mean, th- these are the, so, some of the head scratching comments made in the, in that response. And the other one, again, and this is a painful, um, kind of, uh, situation for especially the bereaved family members of Fairy tragedy is, is her response to that basically saying, I was on duty. I was, I was, um, giving orders the whole time. Um, it's sad that these people died, but I had nothing to do with even one life being lost there. And again, the being tone deaf is one thing. But then another commentator made the point that, okay, you were on your regular duties. That's one thing that is in dispute right now. But why aren't you on an emergency right. setting? Why aren't you trying to really get – this is a national crisis and that's not the necessarily the right tone to take on this. So there are a couple of things to consider on that point. I think, first of all, the Seoul Ferry Day, I mean, the April 16th, uh, I mean, that date has been you know seared into, I think, the national memory at this point. 
I, I think the administration knows full well it's a very sensitive topic. So if anybody tried to raise this topic before the, uh, the transition scandal broke out, they responded extremely, harshly, yeah. extremely harshly. I mean, they prosecuted the, uh, the, the Sankei Shinbong Seoul uh, bureau chief, I mean, which was way beyond anybody's, you know, usual uh, imagination of how Korean, uh, Korea government ought to operate. So that, that's just as one example. So, they know that this is a political hot issue. On the other hand, to make the arguments that they have made, it seems that they have basically given up on any kind of political or moral high ground. I think it's purely about winning the legal case exactly. right now, right? It's purely only about legal case. I mean, they're just kind of given up on making it look good in terms of politics or moral high ground. I think more or less her advisors have said, okay, that's just, okay. that's just gone. We, we just cannot do that. Now, uh, as that's going on, we had the uh, the first uh, hearing, the first appearance of Tresun Shil. Yep. Uh, she attended a court today. She was actually not legally required to That's do right. so, but mm-hmm. it, there seems to be some strategy involved with her looking sort of contrite and, and going out, but also indicative that she is also set to face the charge. She's also saying before, when she first entered the country, I have committed a, a sin that deserves death and please ask for my f- forgiveness. That tone seems to have changed now. Mm-hmm. Where now she's saying, I have done absolutely nothing right. wrong. I do not accept any of these charges. Mm-hmm. It does put her and, and her other fellow defendants at odds with the president's arguments because of the fact that we have one of the uh, doorknob trio, Chung Wada Aid, Chung Wosong. Basically, now it looks like from the testimony that he is accepting some of the charges as, as far as uh, gathering money and um, um, meddling in state affairs, right? Right, because from his perspective, he was just an errand boy, you know, going back and forth between President Park and Chesun Shil. So, uh, it, and, and it appears that many of these uh, aides, the, the doorknob trio, as well as in uh, Anjong um, they also, a lot of them actually kept, I mean, although we are still finding out, kept really co- copious records of the communication that went back and forth, lots of recordings. I mean, it would be really interesting to listen to many of those recordings. Supposedly, some of the rumors that have come out of the prosecutor's office basically says, well, paints the picture of President Park being extremely incompetent and then very dependent on Chesun and so forth. I mean, I'll be really interested to listen to some of the excerpts from these recordings. We don't have them yet. Only yeah. the prosecutor's office has heard them. But, I mean, They've been quoted as saying, "If this comes out to yeah. the public, the candlelights will turn into torches." Basically, exactly. right? That's that's the, the, the some some of the anonymous comments made from the prosecutor's office. So, oh yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see how bad they are. We, uh, as you say, uh, there is no way we're going to be able to cover everything. But uh, if uh, some of our expat audience members or even just people who are uh, Korean who haven't uh, been able to look into those. Uh, there's a fascinating also new uh, uh, I suppose uh, tact of reporting by uh, Chu Jinu who was uh, formerly of course of uh, a podcast that is now uh, the one of the hosts, Kim Ojun, is now hosting the morning show here on our sister network but uh, this allegation of a family member of the president and also involving uh, the, the, yeah. the sister and the husband of uh, the president's sister, it really now kind of throws everything it, as you say, um, we don't even uh, – there's a cliche about scratching the surface or tip yeah. of the iceberg, but we really don't know what we don't know right now, right? Yes, I think that's absolutely correct. I mean, even the amount of information that has made public now is so vast, you'll basically have to spend your, you know, like, you know, devote your entire life trying to digest all the news that are already out there. And on top of that, we are having new information, new revelations coming out. I mean – I don't know. We, uh, I think at some point we'll need, you know, special commission, you know, just like, yeah. you know, 9-11 commission, for example, for the United States to really have a huge team of people sort of pouring over the records 
and coming up with a bit kind of definitive history right. and accounting of what happened because it really does feel like I mean okay so uh, going back to that uh, response that Chesnushel was responsible for one percent of the decisions made. I mean one percent of the decisions made is a lot of number. I mean I, as I said we're talking about four trillion yeah, one yeah. right. Yeah, we'll need some accounting of that if that's true, right? Yeah, so, I mean, if someone offered me one percent of Bill Gates' fortune, I'll uh, say, yeah, oh, yeah I'll, I'll, you'll I'll be quitting it. today, right? <laughs> uh, I don't want my bosses to be hearing that right now. Well, they know that they're, you know, Bill Gates isn't giving away one percent of his unfortunately, fortune. Unfortunately, that is yeah, the reality. Uh, before we get to the politics of this, uh, and there's of course a lot going on there as well. Just quickly get your thoughts on another thing that has leaked. Um, uh, one of the uh, the uh, uh, I suppose uh, pro park groups known as Paxamo. Uh, their message board released this sort of uh, letter that was sent to Kim Jong-un right. and it purportedly in the beginning it was like this is what Moon Jae-in this is they claimed it was a Moon Jae-in letter and it was very very kind of respectful almost uh, I suppose uh, too respectful right. wor- respectfully worded letter to the um, um, uh, then leader of North Korea Kim Jong-il uh, referring to Nam instead of Nambuk, north-south instead right. of uh, south-north. It turned out, uh, after a lot of criticism uh, on their part, that that letter was actually written by uh, then right. um, the GNP chairwoman Park geun which now kind of throws into, uh, I don't want to throw accusations of hypocrisy, but there was a he- big hullabaloo of uh, former President Noh Hyun and the so-called um, statement that he allegedly made during a summit with Kim Jong-un yep. regarding the NLL and, right. and about respecting the, the, the maritime borders. This is another wrinkle where you kind of go, what principles were actually ever existent in this lead up to the presidential campaign? I mean, it's not about principles, right? I mean, it's ob- obviously about identity politics. You know, it's, if you're for us, then we'll protect you no matter what. If you're against us, then everything will be turned against you. I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's a, a strict a tribalism, basically. So I don't think we can really look into any, uh, try to find any kind of principled position when it comes to that, that, that these kinds of criticisms. Yeah, uh, the Unification Ministry says they are looking into it. Uh, if uh, there's also controversy of this not actually having been certified uh, to be sent to uh, North Korea, which uh, could violate some laws, including the National yeah, Security Yeah, but there are, have always been uh, rumors. I mean, President Park actually made one or two visits to North Korea, and North Koreans always have said that, hey, we can release everything she said and I'm sure she was kind of respectful I'm sure she didn't go around criticizing yeah, people yeah. when she was uh, visiting North Korea so I mean you know you could totally t- probably take okay. some comments she made out of context and made it, make it sound like she's pro-North Korea I'm sure that's not really the case my point so. is this is whether this was someone on the opposition mm-hmm. or whether this was someone in the, um, mm-hmm. the conservative party who, who issued this kind of a right. letter it's n- yeah, there may be some problematic uh, things with the wording, mm-hmm. but this is nothing uh, big a deal. It's, again, not to harp on the hypocrisy issues. If it's an m- opposition person, they would be crucified. Right. Their yep. political career probably would be over. But because it's someone on the conservative side, they're just like, well, you know, let's just kind of move on to the next controversy because there are certainly a lot to look at. Absolutely. And also, you know, like uh, on a related note for Kaesong Industrial Complex that was shut down earlier this year, did you know that just three years ago, there was an entire delegation from the National Assembly who actually visited yes. the Kaesong Industrial Complex, including some of the most pro-Park National Assembly members, right. you know, saying good things about the complex. I mean, come on, you know, like, the, yeah, I mean, if you try to look for some principles, you're, you're not going to find some. 
Um, the ruling Senate party, turning to politics, uh, they have elected a pro-park lawmaker, Chung Wu-tek, as the new floor leader. This was a huge blow to the anti-park coalition. Yep. Uh, the question now was who was going to head the emergency committee. Uh, they were trying to, I suppose, make some kind of compromise, maybe have a, a dual-run uh, committee with a pro-park and an anti-park guy. Uh, that's not been accepted. Now yep. the uh, the gauntlet has been passed. Yu Seung-min, who's been sort of reticent about actually bolting the party more so than Kim Moo-sung, yep. now basically said, make me the chairman and give me full rights exactly. to actually kicking people out of the party, basically appointing personnel rights, yep. and we can talk. But uh, that looks like a, basically a red herring, basically. You know, it's not going to be well, uh, accepted. A, it's a deal breaker yeah, for so the pro So are we, we going to see the split probably uh, sometime within this week or so maybe in the Here, actually, week. I have to make some personal disclosure. I actually am personally acquainted with Yoo Seung-min. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, for... So, for the listeners to you know to let you, uh, to basically not to hold anything back you know and I, right. I really do believe in full disclosure basically i've i've known uh i, I guess to me some doctor using me i've known uh, doctor using me for about 22 years believe it or not uh i was a kdi intern when he was a uh, research economist at kdi back in 1994 mm. so that's full 22 years and wow. i kind of kept in touch with him and also the colleagues who were uh, sort of under him at kdi before he became a politician so i've sort of seen his transformation going from research economist fairly conservative uh, research economist into a politician a kind of a transformation that was somewhat fascinating to see um regarding uh, the current gambit that he's basically pulling, which I'm not really sure whether he thinks is realistic or not. I th- I guess my read on the situation is that he probably feels that pro-park faction is so cornered that they have no choice but to accept his challenge. But I think he's sort of underestimating the resolve on the pro-park faction. And it also seems to me that he probably feels that this is actually a political uh, uh, you know, chance for him. I mean, as you he's said... maybe he- the only somewhat viable anti-park... Uh, conservative politician well, who has a shot at the presidency, right? Uh, okay. Some people might say that, but you do realize that he was the uh, President Park's chief of staff yes. right after yes. Chung Yun-wen, yes. right? I mean, he I, was basically a pro-Park politician. <laughs> he was the original Park. You know, right. He calls himself Wonjo uh, yeah. right? And um, I personally have some doubts about how much he knew about Chung Yun-wen and Choi soon okay. Because, so... Yeah, I mean, because of his antagonist, uh, you know, very, you know, uh, rocky relationship he had, he had with President Park for past two years, that people feel that he's a more reasonable person. But I'm not personally, despite my 22 years of having known him, I, I have some doubts. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of assuming that I guess you're not going to be joining a, uh, an official uh, use, <laughs> use <laughs> presidential camp, Probably campaign. not, after okay. having just said that publicly. Right. Right? All right. <laughs> um, before we go, I just want to get your thoughts on this uh, burgeoning scandal now brewing within the uh, National Assembly's audit or investigation into the Tresenshiel scandal. Yep. The allegations of um, a few pro-park politicians yeah. who sit on that committee, uh, apparently coercing witnesses. And this is in regards to the whole JTBC uh, tablet PC uh, scoop. Uh, there's been this kind of ultra right-wing kind of move to try to discredit that, to saying yep. it's stolen or it doesn't belong to her and whatnot. Uh, they were trying to kind of craft testimony according to Ko Yong-tae, one of the uh, uh, Tresman Shield's uh, former uh, close associates. What do you think of that whole thing surrounding Imani and Iwanyang? Well, first of all, I mean, 
the lawmaker Yi Wanyong kind of came into people's attention well before this scandal came about. I mean, he was so blatantly trying to get some of the you know Chebol CEOs off the hook and try to send them home early, and he already created some. Uh, you know, controversy regards to, uh, in, regarding in that affair. So you sort of have to wonder exactly like who is he following and who is influencing him. I mean, already there were some questions about that, and now we have very specific allegations that he he may have been actively engaged in criminal witness tampering, basically. So I mean, in terms of the legal question of that uh, yeah. coercing perjury, he could be in trouble. Oh yeah, absolutely. If there is some uh, solid evidence there, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, even before going to crimi- uh, these cr- criminal charges, you really have to. I mean, he really behaved in a strange way. And you know, there were some Sunri party who were very aggressive in questioning the uh, witnesses. You know, Chang Jiawon was one of them. Uh, ha Taegyang was one of them. And that, I mean, they, they were almost as har- even maybe harsher than the uh, opposition party lawmakers. On the other hand, Yi Wanyang was so blatantly trying to sort of cover s- stuff up, not not for the witness tampering part, but even before yeah, that. Yeah. So you really had to wonder exactly who he's working for. And now this is coming out, and you sort of say, "Well, isn't that interesting?" Basically, and we have the. Uh, the National Assembly hearing set for this Thursday. It's going to be some fireworks as far as uh, uh, what they're going to actually try to directly address that exactly, issue. And uh, yes. we'll, of course, talk about and that in much more We probably will not see any resolution. I mean, obviously, he's denying all yeah. charges. But, I mean, you know, he was already yeah. acting pretty strangely to begin with. Well... Again, we didn't get to cover everything, but uh, I think we covered quite a fair bit of uh, what's been going on. Professor Huang, as always, thank you very much for joining us. Talk to you again soon. Thank you very much.